Welcome to the Postpartum University Podcast, where we support you and your provider in understanding the science, the art, and the sacredness of healing after birth. I'm Miranda Bauer, your host, your postpartum nutrition specialist and homesteading mom with four wild kids. It's time to get you the holistic whole body healing that works. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Postpartum University Podcast. And today I have a very, very special guest with us. And I have been following her for some time here on Instagram. And if you haven't yet followed Jesse Aridia, I highly recommend you do so. She is like blowing my mind with her content. And I will tell you just like her bio really quickly, right? She is an angry mom turned empowered mom, and she's been a life coach who's helping angry moms manage their emotions and change their motherhood experience. And I, I so relate to this because in my own postpartum experiences, I have four, I had deeply struggled with rage and anger and resentment, right? Like those deep rooted feelings. And I hear this often in my own clients as well. So we have Jesse here, who's going to be sharing a little bit more about this conversation and, and really just sharing the realities of what this means and what we can do to support it. So welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. So tell us a little bit about your own journey. I think that's so important to start there. And then we can kind of dive into all of the other things that are so important in this conversation. Awesome. Absolutely. So I always like to start off sharing my journey with just this idea that I think all of us moms go into motherhood with a vision of what we will be like as moms. And I think most of us are picturing ourselves warm and gentle and nurturing and put together, maybe, you know, we're picturing ourselves being the Queens of the home and just having this great blissful time with our, with our little ones. And I definitely went into motherhood with that, that exact vision in mind, what I didn't plan for, what I didn't quite know was coming was just a really tough time navigating my emotions, but more specifically my anxiety and rage And my postpartum experience really could best be characterized as very angry. As soon as I became a new mom, I really did become acquainted with rage on a whole new level. Um, I experienced what I now know to be called postpartum rage. At the time, I just thought I was crazy. I just thought something was very wrong with me. Um, But, you know, years later, you know, there's so much more about postpartum rage now. At the time, I didn't know that. But yeah, that's, you know, that was kind of the beginning of my start into motherhood. That was, you know, me as a new mom, just trying to figure out why am I always wanting to yell, wanting to control, fighting with my husband, yelling at my newborn baby, who is so innocent, so, so amazing, so sweet. But yet there was something in me that I couldn't quite pinpoint or manage, but just looked very volatile, very angry, very confusing. I, I don't know if that answered your question, but you know, I just I just know for so many of us moms, we kind of are a little bit shell shocked at some of the things we encounter as new moms. And I for sure experienced a little bit of shell shock of just how much um, I really didn't know about my emotions and how to manage them. 
Yeah, I'm so glad that you shared that because so many moms come into motherhood with this vision of like, it's going to be beautiful and rainbows and butterflies and frolicking in the flowers, right? And then to have these incredibly intense out of control feelings that feel really dark and negative and almost life shattering. I mean, like yelling at our newborn and screaming at our partner and having it like, I know in my own moments, like I'm yelling and screaming. Right. And, but in the same time, like in my head, I'm saying, what are you doing? Like, stop it. And I'm like, I can't stop it. Right. Like I'm having this conversation and it's just a spiral out of control and something that we don't normally expect in the least bit. So maybe you can share with us a little bit about what is postpartum rage and how is it different than just having a moment and feeling maybe angry at something that our partner has done or are stressed about something that our our baby is doing? What's the difference here and how can we know if this is something we're experiencing? Yeah. So first of all, so postpartum rage is not actually recognized yet in the, oh gosh, I can't remember the name. I want to say DMV, but that might be where you go get your driver's license. (laughs) But like the DSM-5. The DSM-5. Yes. Thank you. I'm like the DMV. That can't be right. Um, It's not yet in the DSM-5. I wouldn't be surprised if it does make its way into the books, but basically it's an offshoot of postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety. And it's just this, I mean, what you can really just describe as this immense amount of anger. Sometimes I think, you know, for some women, it can be more of like a simmering anger. That's just kind of below, below the surface. But I think for many, or at least just from you know my own experience, from other conversations I've had and I've read about, it can often look like an extreme amount of anger that comes out aggressively, that comes out physically, verbally, whether that's yelling or screaming or just saying things that you wouldn't normally say and exhibiting an amount of aggression you wouldn't normally exhibit. And all of this taking place within the first, maybe even two years, um, of motherhood. And, you know, it it can be kind of, I would say like, it can be rooted in some hormonal changes that are happening. It can also just have a lot to do with mental, emotional changes that you're experiencing and just having a, an unmanaged anxiety below the surface. But as far as, you know, uh, research and studies about it, it's still kind of fairly new in the, I guess you would say the psychology community and the doctor community, which is why it's not yet in the, the DSM-5. Um, but again, I wouldn't be surprised if it makes its way in because it is becoming so much more, it's so common, first of all, but it's also becoming more frequently talked about way more so than it was even when I was a new mom five years ago. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that, you know, this is getting out there and more moms are able to recognize that there's a name for what they are experiencing. Yeah, I appreciate that so much. And I just want to share with you guys the DSM-5, as you hear us say this, this is the diagnostic tool that psychologists and medical professionals use for mental and emotional health. And uh, postpartum depression was not even entered into this book of diagnoses until 1994. And so, I mean, to me, that's mind blowing that it's taken that long. Yes, it was a conversation well before then, but it was not an official diagnosis 
until 1994. And, t- and today, still today, it still says that postpartum depression can only happen in the first six weeks. And so we know, thankfully, and many providers know and recognize as well, that that's simply not the case, that you can have postpartum depression at any point in time in the years after having a baby, you know, two and upwards of four years after giving birth. And and thankfully, we have people who are recognizing that not all, not all providers do, but, you know, just because this postpartum rage, what we're, we're speaking about here hasn't made it in, doesn't make it less of a reality for so many moms who are struggling. Like this is unfortunately women's healthcare in general is not something that a lot of the the medical field has taken very seriously here. And it's not until us women who are standing up and who are speaking out and who are taking charge of their health and their well-being and advocating for themselves is any of this going to change. So if this is resonating with you, like let let us know, speak up, shout it from the rooftops because one, you're not alone. And two, we need to know that this is happening so that other people will stand up and say, okay, maybe we should invest money in these studies to figure out what's going on and and what's changing in a mom's brain and all of those things. So I appreciate you touching on all of that, Jesse. That's like super, super helpful. If your postpartum years include depression, anxiety, fierce mood swings, broken relationships, and overwhelming guilt for the way you show up with your children, you are not alone. Learn more and join hundreds of mamas in the Reclaiming Postpartum Wellness course and membership, a 12 weeks to whole body transformation experience. Go to www.postpartumu, that's postpartum, the letter u.com slash reclaiming. Okay, so now we know, like, maybe this is this is deeper. Maybe this is postpartum rage. What do we do once we we recognize that this is actually a problem, right? Because many of us feel guilt. We feel shame. Like, it, it's like a, a flood of emotion that comes to us when we when we have this rage and when we feel, I'm speaking from my own experience and some of my clients too, right? You're rageful. You start yelling and screaming at your partner and your kids. And then all of a sudden the you're crying and you're guilty and you feel shameful and you're a horrible mother and you, you should never have had kids in the first place, like, right? The flood of emotion. So what do you do to stop that? How do you, wh- where do you even begin? Yeah, there's a few different ways you can begin. I would say, you know, the first step is just to find somebody who you can trust to start to share your story with. Not saying that there aren't lots of people you you will be able to trust, but just finding that one person, whether it's your friend or someone from your church or a, a, a more seasoned mom who maybe has an experience like this, start to share some of what's going on as much as you feel comfortable with and as much as you dare to help you begin to develop almost like a normalcy around these kinds of conversations. Once you do that, I do believe it'll be a lot easier for you to trust a professional and for you to seek out those resources. I think that sometimes we think like, okay, like, you know, I I can't speak up because something bad is going to happen. If I do, I'm going to be judged or I'm going to have my kids taken away or just, you know, we go into these worst case scenarios and all these what ifs, but that's why I recommend just start with someone you trust 
get a little bit more comfortable, you know, get, you know, give it, you know, not too much time, but just enough time to start to like have these conversations, allow yourself to settle in of like, okay, like this is what's happening. Let me, let me acknowledge it. Let me put language around it. And then, as I said, you know, the next step I would, I would say would be a great next step could be to seek out a counselor and especially someone who specializes in anxiety management, not to say that, you know, this is, isn't, it isn't that the problem you're not, you know, your problem you're trying to solve for is anger, but it goes so much deeper than that. And really what you want to be exploring is the anxiety that's beneath that anger. I would also say another approach you can take is to go to your doctor and to talk to them about what's happening. And they may, you know, want to suggest some kind of medication for postpartum anxiety or for general anxiety, whether that is the route you'd want to take, that's up to you. But I definitely would suggest just start talking And even see how working with someone who knows what it means to manage anxiety and to help you calm down those inner thoughts, those anxious thoughts that maybe you didn't realize you've had, you know, start to have those conversations and explore that. There's also one other approach that, you know, I just thought of as well. And it's that because so much of our postpartum experiences are, you know, kind of swayed a bit by these hormonal changes we're experiencing postpartum, I would say even consider looking into maybe some hormonal health, maybe working with some kind of holistic doctor who's willing to look at what's going on in your body hormonally, who can educate you, you can also educate yourself and start to see what it looks like to help your body start to recover from just this big life transition, these big body physical transitions that that we experience coming into motherhood. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that so much because, you know, we don't talk enough about all of the shifts and the changes that take place within us, you know, not just hormonally, but also physically and emotionally and mentally and spiritually. Like there's all of these components And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to our website, the postpartum you, that's the letter you.com, and you'll see the postpartum recovery assessment. And that's, it takes you two, like literally two minutes to fill out 30 questions about all of the things that might be happening in your body. And we're talking about postpartum rage that's on the list. Like how angry do you feel? Like all of these components. And then at the end of that, you get a really good idea of what's happening with your body. We talk about inflammation. We talk about nutrient deficiencies. We talk about finding support and really addressing the root cause of so many of the things that you might be encountering. And and the reason we're, we're having this conversation and talking about this is because it's one of those things that we are not talking enough about, right? We don't necessarily have the words for. And so finding these tools to give us the words so that we can go find the help so that we can talk to a friend so that we can, you know, communicate and in a way that feels a little bit better than yelling and screaming and and having these rageful feelings is so, so incredible. And I'm, and I'm hoping that maybe you could share a little bit too about how some of this is, maybe a like a learned behavior meaning that we don't we've learned how to not cope right so many generations before us were not taught how to deal with stress mm-hmm. and and i see this so often in my own clients like we just don't have the skills 
nobody has given it. We didn't grow up with the skills uh, to, to deal with everyday stress and life stress, let alone the stress of having a new baby. And so maybe we can talk a little bit about like in the moment, like when we're, we're getting to the point where we're feeling the rage within, what are some tools and things that we can do to help us cope and bring that down and understand that, you know, sometimes this is just a a matter of learning some really good coping skills. And absolutely. Yeah. And and I like how you also touched on how some of these things might be learned as a result of our upbringing, our adolescence, what our parents were like, how they manage stress and anxiety. And I think that for a lot of us, we perhaps did experience some anxiety or fear or stress when we were younger, and then we're shamed for it, Mm -hmm. or we're told to get out of it or snap out of it or push it down. Have you seen that, you know, the new Disney movie Encanto? I, oh my gosh, I have not seen that movie. I have not. Okay. Well, hopefully your listeners have, it's, it's so good. And there's, there's especially this one part, there's an older sister And she has this song just kind of describing the pressure that she feels to carry the family's burdens and how she can't speak up about, you know, this, this, just this growing pressure that's growing inside of her. And she talks about almost like how she's like a ticking time bomb going off. And I kind of imagine that like some of us come into adulthood, not realizing that we are our own kind of ticking time bombs because we never knew that it's okay to feel pressure and that there are ways to release that there are ways to look at and have language around the emotions we're experiencing and we don't have to beat ourselves up or shame ourselves for it so with that being said as far as like you know some tools you can use to help yourself start to unload that and start to work on those things the number one thing i always suggest is just to look at what's happening in your mind as best as you can on a very objective neutral level So what I would suggest is, you know, let's say that you find yourself constantly lashing out when your husband, he's on his phone. I feel like this one comes up a lot, or maybe you're lashing out when, you you know, you have a toddler and your toddler says no. And for some reason that just, it just brings something up in you where you start to have these visceral reactions. You're wanting to snap, you're wanting to grab them. You're wanting to force them to do the thing you're asking them to do. And in the same, you know, in the same way, you know, if it's your partner, if he's always on his phone, you're wanting to snatch the phone. You want to yell, you want to snap. Like in both of these scenarios, there could be different thoughts driving those emotions, driving that, that this fear that then turns into rage and aggression. And so some of those thoughts, for example, might be, I have to make him listen to me or else blank, you know, and you can fill in the blank there of, well, they'll never respect me, or they're going to grow up to be this, or, or um, it's going to embarrass me. He embarrasses me. Um, You know, or if it's with your partner on this phone, the thought that might be driving these emotions is he doesn't care. He doesn't want to help. He's not, he's not supporting me. He, he's so lazy, you know, all these different narratives that we sometimes have, and we don't even really realize are there, um, but beneath the surface, I would say one of the best things you can do as simple as it sounds is just to take out a piece of paper and start looking at those, start actually writing them out and figuring out 
Is this why I feel unsafe or I don't feel confident in these moments? Is this why I go to stress or I feel pressure or I feel this resentment building and then I end up reacting in these harsh, aggressive manners? Like that is, I mean, that can be so powerful in and of itself, just looking at what's happening in your mind. And again, on not on a shame basis, but more of like an objective level of like, Let's just put some language around here. I'm not gonna not gonna judge myself for it. I just want to look at it. And then going from there to what would help me feel more safe here? What is it that I haven't yet been willing to believe that I might need to spend time believing and really practicing here? Or how might I need to reframe my perspective? What's the new narrative here? that I'm going to need to practice and enforce and start to create for myself that's going to help me feel confident and sufficient and calm and empowered as a parent or as a partner. I think that, again, in and of itself can just be such a powerful change. And and really what so many of us women don't realize we're missing, but we could benefit from so much if we only knew we could do that. Yes. Yes. How incredibly powerful to like really look at what's triggering, like what's the feelings and emotions behind it? Because you you just mentioned this earlier. You said it's never just like the rage, right? Like there's always deeper emotions that go beneath that. And so that's what you're suggesting is like, what are those deeper emotions? What are those feelings that are coming up for you? Are they even real? right? Like, is it really true that our partner is super lazy um, or whatever the case may be that's really triggering you? Is that really true? And what can I do instead to feel safe and secure in this space? Or how can I communicate this, right? In a way that's going to be beneficial for both of us. That doesn't involve screaming, right? Like all of these things are so, so incredibly important. I appreciate you sharing these tips, Jesse, And I feel like we can have this conversation forever and talk about all of the different things because I mean, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, like my own, my own journey and some of my clients as well. Like there's so many things that we can talk about and dive into, especially when we go deeper into what, what postpartum rage and, and, and all of that, all, like all of the emotions, like <laughs> the brain changes, like all of the things, but you have, some amazing content that you share on your social media. And I just implore everybody who's listening in, if this resonates with you, please go take a look at Jesse's content. Where can we find you, Jesse? Can you share with everybody where you're, where you're at, where you're famous from? Cause you've (laughs) taken away the posts, the the world here. And uh, uh, especially on Instagram. Yes. Well, Instagram is definitely my favorite hangout. So you can follow me. My handle is at Jesse Aredia. I'm sure that will be in the show notes. Yeah. That's where I love to hang out. I love reels are like my new jam. I mean, I just, you know, I try to be kind of funny and, you know, I, I'm just myself, but really what I want to do with my Instagram is just create more awareness, empower moms, help them start to wrap their heads around 
like, what if I'm not a monster? What if I'm not broken? What if, what if the only thing that I'm missing is just some simple anxiety management, understanding and tools and awareness. And like, that really is just my driving, the driving passion behind all that I do. Um, so Instagram is a great place to find me or, and you can also connect with me on my website at jessieeredia.com. And that's where you can learn more about my mom empowered programs specifically for angry moms, whether that's postpartum rage or just anger in general, because, you know, it doesn't just happen in those first few years of parenthood that you can experience anger. It can be at any point in your motherhood journey. So that you can also connect with me there. Yeah. And I will tell you, it's not just postpartum, right? Like it's, there's also a period of time with weaning. There's also a period of time when your period returns, right? So these are, these are like the milestones in which you absolutely want to find support. So if that's you definitely reach out to Jesse, check out her content. Jesse, we're so grateful for you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Love this episode? Let us know by leaving an amazing review. Your support is everything. Want more? Head over to postpartumu.com. That's postpartum, the letter U.com, and explore how we support moms like you in holistic, whole body healing that's specific for the unique needs of mamas in the years postpartum. See you there.